Hi everyone. It's been a really long time since I've uploaded an episode on here. My sincerest apologies. If you've been around since the beginning, or maybe even from my YouTube channel, welcome back, and I've missed you.、Uh, if you're new here, my name is Dia, and I decided to start this podcast because personal growth and evolution has always been a pretty big hobby and passion of mine. I am here to share my own stories, what I've learned from various sources, and also personal experiences that have helped. My journey greatly, in hopes that listeners out there find comfort and connection in knowing that this life adventure we all sort of stumble through is a shared experience. Some episodes here will also focus on specific themes with practical tips on navigating through troubling moments, and most importantly, to know that you are never alone. I named this podcast Paths. With an S, back to you, because I never really resonated with the idea of. Becoming a better version of ourselves. Instead, I think that the true you has been sitting in there all along. Not only that, I think that there is not just one way, but so many different paths that each of us can take to come back home to ourselves. And the self is not a stagnant identity, but sort of an ever-changing truth that we get to meet again and again. Maybe through shedding layers of old conditioning, programming, perhaps through gaining wisdom and insights, sometimes through trials and errors, making mistakes, falling down, and getting back up.、Um, but as we do and as we live and experience those things, each of us evolve and expand our personal definition of what makes us us. I decided to name this particular episode "Pass Back to You," just like the title of the show, because. I myself have been quite lost on my own journey. In March of this year, 2021, my YouTube channel was hacked and subsequently deleted. Creating content as my job and a source of income was a part of my identity for a good two or three years. But to be honest, even before losing my channel, that part of my journey had begun to feel like it was fading away. What I couldn't do myself, which was to just put my foot down and start a new path, happened to be forged for me by external sources. I'm not gonna lie; I was relieved.、Um, the choice was made for me, and now it was just up for me to begin again. And I'm sure, in many ways, we've all experienced a version of this: this having a choice made for us, perhaps due to this. Pandemic that is still ongoing. Some of us might have forged new paths and roads, while some were able to pick up where we left off and begin a new version of whatever that was. Some of us might still be lost, trying to collect and reclaim pieces of ourselves to put together, or maybe create an altogether new picture. I was chatting with a friend the other day, sort of beating myself up, feeling like I've wasted the entire year and not being able to find the strength, the fuel, or inspiration really to begin again. And she gently and kindly reminded me that all of us have experienced this collectively on some level. So I guess this is my reminder to you, whoever is listening, that if you too have felt lost or directionless or simply uncertain of what's next, you're definitely not alone. So, how do we find the paths back to ourselves?、Um, I am still trying to figure that out, but I know for me, releasing this podcast episode is my first affirmative step. Sharing my journey and the things I've learned along the way with you always brought me a slice of purpose and connection.
And I think disconnection and separation, perhaps even loneliness, are some common feelings we've really all had these past couple of years. There has been plenty of research and studies done on how and in what ways humans experience happiness. And one of the most prominent features they found is sharing connections with one another, our communities, our friendships, and even talking and chatting with strangers. The thing that is so foundational and fundamental for our well being has become the thing that more or less could put us and our loved ones in danger, right? Since early 2020. And oh man, I've felt so lost for so long. And even though I know how to cognitively understand, to zoom out and try to see a bigger picture, to know that this is just a blip on the radar. But when you're in the thick of it, though, it's heavy. And sometimes it feels like it's impossible to open that next chapter. And I have questions like how much compassion, right, do I extend to myself for not doing more? How much allowing do I give myself for not getting back up and finding that fire again to move forward? How much responsibility do I place in the hands of the pandemic and time itself? At what point does the burden and the responsibility become solely mine and mine alone? I always emphasize on being gentle and, and compassionate and kind to ourselves when we're, you know, not feeling our best, but I do also question, you know, when is it time to get off the couch, so to speak, and just get your ass back to doing whatever it is you need to do. And I think that perhaps a lot of us wrestle with finding out or figuring out where is that fine line. It kind of feels like that thing, you know, when you neglect to clean your house or your car for a long time, that mess becomes so great that you don't even want to touch it. Or maybe when you were in school and the homework load became so burdensome that you fell way behind and just ended up dropping out of the class altogether because it just felt like it was too impossible to catch up. So that's more or less how I felt these past few months. Uh, a little bit of avoidance, a little bit of distraction, and not a lot of moving forward. And like a house after an earthquake, I've been staring at it, trying to patch a few things here and there, creating some semblance of normality and functionality in my daily life, but most of the time just really distracting myself in a variety of ways. Meanwhile, I knew and, and I always knew, it was always in the back of my mind that at some point I needed to pick up all the pieces and rebuild the entire foundation of my home, which feels like a very scary task. I know not everyone experienced this, but perhaps a good number of us do. There's this energy of off, 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 on, off, 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 on. And the off being when things feel a bit like they're maybe on autopilot, or maybe there's just not much clarity or direction. And this can be applied to either, you know, your entire life in general, or perhaps in a relationship, maybe in your job, maybe something else, or maybe with your family. Um, there's this lack of vibrancy in our daily experiences, and sometimes maybe it's stagnant, like an internal state of being. Maybe we're waiting for the next job or the next relationship, the next home, the next vacation, the next something. We're standing in that very uncomfortable place, sometimes for a really long time, and it's that place of no longer and not yet. I actually heard, um, I can't remember her name, I feel bad, but um, Tim Ferriss interviewed someone that that brought this concept up of 
the spaces between no longer and not yet. And it's in those places where things just don't feel quite on all the way. It's, you feel like maybe a part of you or parts of you are off, or there's just a sense of autopilot, not very colorful. And this waiting room is not an easy place to be. I think everyone has experienced this before when you feel like you're in the waiting room, waiting for that next chapter or that next door to open. And uh, myself, and I'm sure everyone knows the saying that the present is all we have. And so we try and we deploy intentional practices like meditation or journaling, and we try not to reminisce too long in the past, right? Or get anxious about the future. But inevitably, I think we find ourselves dancing between these spaces and time. We're caught up in nostalgia about what was, worrying about what might or might not happen in the future, all the while letting the now slip on by in a state of either grasping or fear or distraction. And the funny thing is, everything is going to be okay. But there are so many moments of not okay scattered throughout this timeline when things don't turn out the way we want them to or when we make mistakes that get us in trouble or even simply when we make a small choice or decision that takes us on an entirely different path. As humans, we have the capacity to not only make choices, but ponder about whether that choice was right or wrong. And we can dream up futures. We can literally rewrite history in our minds. We can tell a different tale. We can write a different narrative. We're such powerful creators. And yet at the same time, we often find ourselves in a powerless and hopeless state. I am someone that tend to dance between extremes, oftentimes not really able to find the middle ground or a good balance. There are really times that I marvel at the miracle that we're all here, that we get to experience this vast spectrum of what it means to be alive, what it's like to feel the deepest crushing grief, whether it's personal or shared with the world, and what it's like to feel absolute sweet ecstasy. And there are also times when I feel the heaviness of being here, the pressure of needing or wanting to be anywhere but here. And yet here we are, moving through our lives, adapting to changes, holding on to memories, or wishing for things to stay the same, or wishing for anything else but this, whatever this is right now. So I just want to take a moment with you right now and take a deep breath. Just for this single moment, know that everything is going to be okay. We're resilient little fuckers. <laughs> Adapting to change is embedded in our DNA. And if you really took a moment and think just how many times have you stumbled or fallen down, metaphor metaphorically speaking or <laughs> physically or literally, how many times have you fallen down and gone back up? again and again and again and that is just what we do and remember again this is a message to myself as well to be tender to yourself treat you as you would a best friend and on these paths that will guide you back to yourself share your stories with others check in with your people and if you do feel like reaching out with to me and sharing your story with me please feel free to do so on instagram or you can also email me at pathsbacktoyou at gmail.com all these links uh, for the social and for the email can be found in the show notes wherever you're listening I want to leave with this very true and powerful line from the film p.s. I love you and it goes like this 
So now, all alone or not, you gotta walk ahead. The thing to remember is if we are all alone, then we're all together in that too. Thank you so much for being here, and I plan on starting to release episodes regularly again. If you'd like to leave a rating review on iTunes or simply share this podcast with a friend, it would be much appreciated. I'm also going to be resuming my monthly or bi-monthly newsletter, The Modern Pen Pal. Um, If you're curious about what that is, please feel free to visit penpals.herewithdia.com. Again, this link will be in the show notes as well. Remember to come back home to yourself when things feel a bit too chaotic or uncertain. And uh, I'm happy to be back. And if you're here from day one, I'm happy you're still here. And if you're new here, welcome. Take care out there and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.